Beatrice? Do you know who sponsors Dad's show? Who's Dad's friends that have the cool Disney YouTube videos? Do you know who they are? Jordan and Cameron. Jordan and Cameron. Do you know what they're called? What their channel's called? Theme Park Brothers. The Theme Park Brothers, right? They're on YouTube. They have the coolest Disney videos. They look at the resorts. They go and see all the parades. They go to all the parks in Florida, right? Again, who? what's their names? What's the boys' names? Jordan and Cameron. And what's the name of their YouTube channel? Uh, Theme Park Brothers. The Theme Park Brothers on YouTube. the WW Review Podcast. I'm Stacy Nyman, and I'm not going to lie, I'm very nervous because I'm leading for the first time, <laughs> but I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Malik. How are you doing today, Chris? Okay, so Pete, should we like ignore her and like just like pretend like we don't hear it? <laughs> just to, just to make, make it awkward, right? No. Yeah, I'm doing great. Stacy, you're doing awesome. I'm doing great, and, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> Do you want me to start over? No, we're going. <laughs> no way. <laughs> okay, fine. How are you doing tonight, Chris? I'm doing great. Excellent. And how are you, Pete? I'm well. Excellent. Oh, I didn't introduce you. This and my it's other okay. co-host. They, they don't need <laughs> to know. Pete Conicorvo. That way. Um, this week we do have two guests joining us to do an extraordinary trip report. We're going to be traveling overseas for the first time on this podcast. And I'd like to officially welcome my friends, Jesus and Rachel Crespo. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing great. Hi. Excellent. We'll jump into that in a little bit. But um, before we do that, I have a trivia question that goes along with the destination that we are going to be traveling to tonight. And that is Tokyo Disney Resort. And my question to you all is a numbers question and i know pete yes i know there we didn't you didn't know there was gonna be math but we're gonna have to do math for this part right here no um <laughs> you guys are gonna do math i'm gonna just start spouting out numbers he's looking up there wikipedia right now <laughs> i know exactly he's trying to figure out what i'm gonna say so my question is together tokyo disney sea and tokyo disney land use enough electricity each day to power how many homes so i'll read that again together Tokyo Disney Sea and Tokyo Disneyland use enough electricity each day to power how many homes? We'll go with our guests first. Rachel, what do what do you think? Um okay. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) Ding 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 ding, you got it. Woo! (laughs) Um, I'm going to guess oh gosh. I'm going to guess close to the population of Tokyo, so like 30 million-ish. All right. Let's see. Um, how about Chris? What do you think? By the way, Stacy, awesome trivia question. Just like oh, right, up, right, up, right up my alley. Let's, get, <laughs> let's think here. So the hypotenuse of the... I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Seven, yeah, 17 million homes. 
All right, Pete. I'm going to tell you to go lower. Oh, I was just gonna, I was going to go like a hundred thousand. <laughs> One dollar. <laughs> yes, Pete. Pete is the closest. The answer is fifty-seven thousand homes. They use enough electricity each day to power fifty-seven thousand homes. I wasn't even that far off. I was <laughs> not not too far. No. See, I was following his lead. Why did I follow your lead? Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Um. Hey, listen, before you guys start, I have a trivia question for you guys, too. Or actually, it's it's kind of like a, a get-to-know-you question, if you don't mind. Can I jump in here? Yeah, go for it. All right, so we, much like the rest of the country, are in the middle of, like, the new ice age. And we're all freezing everywhere from, from, from coast to coast, from north to south. And in Chicago tonight, we're getting snow. We're going to get snow for the next few days. So here's my question to you. So if you've ever been to Walt Disney World... And it's been exceptionally cold. Give me one attraction that really draws you in when it's really cold. Give me your cold weather. I gotta get out out of the cold attraction. Let's go with our guests there too as well. Hey, you go first. Oh, uh, so I've never I've never actually been to a a warm weather resort. Um, Tokyo Disney is my first Disney experience. Period. Okay. Okay, so was it was it perfectly warm there, or was it perfectly was it was it cold? What was the weather? It was Wait, it was your, your first one was Tokyo, right? <laughs> yes, my first one, period of any sort. Yes, of any Disney. That's like a rookie jumping in and winning the Super Bowl yeah. on their first game. <laughs> it's, that's like the third string quarterback from the high school team gets thrown that's, in. And, we're and we're in awe of you. We're in awe. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, it was it, it was about. 55 degrees out there the whole time in the middle of December, so it was... It no, was... It was yeah, end of November, so it was chilly. It was it was fall. Okay, good. Then the question still stands, because many yeah. of the attractions are almost identical to what they are in the Magic Kingdom. So, you, mm-hmm. what was the attraction you went to? Because it would translate just as well to get out of the cold. Uh, I would say Sinbad, for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Sinbad or Pirates. Okay. Um, yeah. Pirates a good one. A long ride inside, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one that we don't have at Disney World. Right, right, Pete. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, Pete, what's your get out of the cold attraction? Um, for me, well, it used to be Ellen's because it was like an hour long, <laughs> forty-five minutes. Give but me a new one. Now, um, I'd probably have to go with like, man, probably Mansion. Okay. Stacy, what are you doing to get out of the cold? We've gotten out of pretty bad weather lots of times at Mickey's PhilharMagic. Oh, that's a good one. There you go. Yeah. That, that's a really solid one. Good good choice. Good choices all around, guys. I love those. How about you, Chris? Oh. You, know, you never have to answer these questions. I never answer the question. <laughs> I'm completely unprepared. I would say that if it was up to me, I would probably do... You know, I would probably do Toy Story Mania. Ooh. Because I just thought of another good The one wait too. is so long in Toy Story yeah. Mania, I'm forced to be out of the cold for an exceptionally long amount of time, right? And the queue would entertain yeah. me. Yeah. Now so, that it's open again, Hall of Presidents is a there, good one. Oh yeah. There's a good one. <laughs> I'm sorry. So that was my boring question. Let's get on with your fun <laughs> trip report. Great. Let's do it. So, um Rachel and Jesus. So, for our, so all of our listeners know, I know Jesus because he is Griffin's 
most awesome parkour coach. If your children live in the Chicago area and you want to dabble in parkour, I highly recommend Jesus. Griffin loves him so much, and um, he's he just wants to be there every night, which he pretty much is. <laughs> so um, that's how I know them, and I'm just so glad that you guys decided to, to join us. Um, do you want to give us some basic details, like um, where you know that when you went at the end of November, can you tell us why you were in Japan? Yeah, well, that's Jesus' dream trip. Um, I, I don't know how long it's been your dream trip, but... Um, probably, gosh, when did I, since very, very young, like seven, six, seven, eight years old, when I first discovered anime and, uh, I used to take frequent trips to Mexico with my parents, actually, um, my mother's family is out there and they, there's nothing on TV except anime. Um, <laughs> so I was heavily exposed to that culture. Um, and, and I've always wanted to go and visit and I, I finally got an excuse <laughs> Yeah, my only, the only thing I wanted for my honeymoon, I wanted to go somewhere new, somewhere I had never been before, um, and Japan fit that well. Yeah, yeah, so I used, I used Rachel as an excuse, we got married. (laughs) Uh, That's good, you picked a winner. (laughs) That's awesome. So how much of your trip was spent at Tokyo Disneyland versus other areas in Japan? We spent, uh, three days at Disney, um... And we were in Japan for a total of two weeks. Uh, so it was not a huge portion of it, but uh, we felt like three days was yeah, it was, we, it was, it was good. very sufficient, yes. And okay, we stayed, we were technically on property, so I think that helped. We got the full experience. So where where did you stay at when you were at Disney? <laughs> well, um, we stayed at the Hilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a string of hotels that surround the perimeter of the park, um, as well as a, a train, which is actually, it's a Disney train, but it's operated under uh, Tokyo public transportation guidelines. Um, okay. any, any train out there that has more than one stop has to be a fully-fledged train that you have to pay for. So they can't operate like, the, like what the free transport systems do here in America. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we stayed at the Hilton and just kind of hopped the tram in the morning, rode it two or three stops, depending on which park we were going, um, and then made our way in. Awesome. Well, that's great. So I think we'll focus on the Disneyland portion of your trip, but yeah. then at the end, we'll I'll ask you for some highlights for the rest of your trip, because I'm sure that most people who are traveling to Japan, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and they'll want to visit other parts also. Well, Stacey, Did you guys? Yeah, go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh, Rachel and, and Jesus, I wanted to ask you a question. So what was your, I mean, you decided to earmark three days out of two weeks to Disney. Like, go go to your Disney roots. Why, why, why go visit Disney at all? What was the attraction to Tokyo Disneyland? Um, we, and everything we had, we had read, um, it was definitely highly recommended. Um, and we are both Disney fans. Okay. Um, I've, I've been to Disney World, um, but it was, you know, maybe 12, 13 years ago was the last time I've been. Okay. Uh, but we, you know, we're definitely fans. Um, and it was something that we figured, you know, if we're traveling all the way over, we're getting, you know, all of this great culture and seeing all these cool things. Um, but Disneyland is definitely still a large part of, of Tokyo culture. Um, so it still felt like we should we should definitely check it out while we're, while we're already over there. Cool. Cool. Okay. 
Okay, I was just curious to know where the background was uh, of, of why you even decided. Um, at one point many years ago, uh, 13, 14 years ago, my wife and I went to go visit London and Paris. And cool. we spent four or five days in Paris, but only one day at, well, at that point it was Euro Disney. Um, and in hindsight, I wonder why I only spent one day there as opposed to many more. But you realize you're immersed in this foreign culture that is so rich with everything else. There's just not enough time to actually budget more time. So I was just curious. So, so excellent. When you guys were planning, so I've, I've looked up some things on Tokyo Disney. Um, and from what I understand, getting info on that park online can be tricky for someone who can't read Japanese. Did you guys do a bunch of planning before you went, or um, did you just kind of wing it? Um, so I stumbled upon a couple of really helpful blogs, um, mm-hmm. pe- people who had already done the legwork and already spent plenty of time out there in Tokyo, um, specifically at the Disney Sea and Disneyland parks. Um, so they, they, these blogs kind of had breakdowns of, of the routes they took, the timing, um, what things were busy at what time of day. Um, they had links to uh, population charts, like as far as like what days were super busy, what days weren't busy. Um, our trip, actually, we lucked out and it coincided with probably the lowest attendance of the year. Um, oh, great. We had like a quarter or a third of the regular mm-hmm. attendance. Yeah, we were there the week after Thanksgiving, um, which is just a low travel week in general. Um, so yeah, we really lucked out. Yeah, that's great. That's, I saw your pictures and, you know, discussions on Facebook and stuff. And I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe Tokyo Disney isn't that busy. And then I kind of read about, it. I was like, Oh, they must've gone during a really good time. Yeah. So yeah. with, um, with staying at the Hilton, um, did so you said it was on it's on Disney property. So it's it did you get any perks and bonuses for staying at the Hilton or um can you just talk about that a little bit? Yeah. About your stay so, there. Mm-hmm. So there are there are two hotels that are connected to parks and they get like the they can go in early. Um they're obviously right there. Um but ours we were um, we were able to buy tickets at the hotel, um, and I think they would be guaranteed. Um, so even if it was a, a week where crowds were huge, we would still be able to to have guaranteed tickets through the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did have to take the train, but again, it was two stops, um, very easy and efficient. Yeah, yeah, we weren't. Um, there's one hotel, I believe, the Maracosta inside actual uh, inside Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's physically built into the architecture of the park. Like it is the hotel and the park are one thing. Wow, um, so, cool. so that hotel and I believe one or two others are the official perks hotels. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Hilton was, was, was the next, the next tier where we had guaranteed access to tickets, but it wasn't anything super fantastic beyond that. Um, we you. did have the only convenience store in the area though. Um, oh, there you so go. That, that helped <laughs> yeah. us in the that morning. That was a though. huge perk yes. to just get snacks and stuff. So we didn't have to, rely on on you know whatever's in the park and we could budget our money a little bit easier that way yeah that's huge right here on disneyhotels.jp it talks a little bit about the ambassador the miracosta the tokyo disneyland hotel and the value which is the tokyo disney celebration 
as one of the perks in big bold print. It says guaranteed park admission. Disney hotel guests who have valid passports have valid park passports are guaranteed admission to the Disney parks even during periods of restricted admission and peak visiting days. So I'm guessing based upon the population center, you know, like in Florida where they have park closures, I'm guessing they have probably frequent, you know, closure just from from attendance standpoints. So yeah, so, yeah. So, okay, cool. All right. Do you guys want to just jump in and tell us about um, about the trip, about your time at the parks? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we we went on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, the way the I'm not sure how it works out here, but over there we picked up a three day full like a full three day pass. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have the option of half day passes or just like nighttime passes, I believe. Um, but we it wasn't that much more to just do a full three days. Um, we were coming from Kyoto. I believe mm-hmm. in the morning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we actually came, we rode a train from Kyoto two hours to Tokyo um, that Monday morning, got into Tokyo pretty early. We actually did a museum first um, studio Ghibli museum out there, which is like a, they did house moving castle spirited away, that kind of stuff. Um, and then around 3 PM, we got into the park into actual Disney sea first. Um, so Disney sea was uh, my first experience ever. Um, and Rachel's obviously first experience in in Tokyo specifically, um, which was pretty neat because that park has all the things that are that are really unique to just Japan. Um, so we did one day we did one day there, our second day in Disney Sea, and then our third day was uh, Disneyland. Okay. Yeah, and Disney Sea is really, I mean, obviously it's the only one of its kind. Um, instead of the different themed lands, it's different harbors um, and really the environment the theming is just all it's it's great it's really- yeah it's it's awe-inducing they have uh the the centerpiece of disney sea is mount prometheus and it's this giant volcano that every now and then it like uh erupts with like lights and smoke and um the volcano itself is part of the uh journey to the center of the earth ride and it's a a big uh, i guess it's a dark ride but it ends with a roller coaster like it shoots out of the volcano um so that's that's Super duper cool. Yeah, um, Sea is more um, the the thrill seeker park. Um, definitely marketed more towards adults. Um, and where Disneyland, we we noticed lots of strollers, lots of kids. Um, definitely more of the family centric park. Um, so that was really interesting to see the dynamics between the two. Hmm. I've got a map pull up right here, and I'm looking at the Tokyo Disney Sea Park. And you're right when you said it's awe inducing. This, this is, I mean, I've looked at it before, but it's, it's utterly amazing. It, it like, it's hard to even describe, you know, the options they have there, which there's nothing even close to it in any, mm-hmm. of, any, any of the parks statewide. So, um, it is amazing. Yeah. And they just, they fit so much in, in really a relatively small area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even just like the way they fit mysterious Island really does feel like its own Island in the middle there. Um, <coughs> Yeah, you're just kind of like when you're in the middle area, there's like um, the Nautilus submarine and it's all like these cool uh, brass steampunk things, motifs, um, and, and you feel isolated. And it's, it's it's pretty, man, it is cool. It is really cool. Wow. Do you remember, um, you know, I'm looking at the price list. What is the conversion of yen to dollar? Do you guys remember that conversion? It, it's about one to 100. 
Um, I believe at the at the high end it was like one to one twelve. Low end, I believe one to one hundred four. Okay. Okay. Just trying to yeah, get a, so, a point. Of... Yeah. Okay. We usually just move the decimal point in too. That was the yeah, easiest was thing enough. for us to do. Oh, okay. Okay, that's a really good tip. Okay, excellent. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting you guys. So that yeah, no, no, you're fine. You're so fine. wait, so like that, fifth, that five thousand yen square watermelon is actually fifty bucks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That better be good watermelon. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking here. I'm sorry. So I have a three day magical passport. It says seventeen thousand eight hundred yen. So we're looking at one hundred and seventy eight dollars, roughly, for a three day magic passport. Yes. yes. So that's really affordable. Uh, yeah, that's not bad. Considering yeah. what we spend, we spend at Magic Kingdom. Now, what's a one-day ticket going for, guys? Stacy, Pete, what, what is that? Over a hundred. Oh right? yeah, one hundred nine or something. Yes. So uh, I think it depends on which park and oh, what yeah. time of year, but maybe it's a, it's a, figure a hundred to a hundred and twenty bucks basically will cover you for one day, regardless of the park you want to go to. So this is extremely reasonable, and they have something interesting. They sell an adult ticket, 18 and over, a junior Uh ticket from 12 to 17, and a child ticket from 4 to 11, where, like Stacy, our oldest, they're they're adults as soon as they hit, you know. Oh, my gosh. Nine years old, ten years old. So they (laughs) have a junior ticket as well, too. Interesting. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I... I'm fascinated. No, that's, that's cool. that, that is something yeah. that we noticed the culture of the park because it is so, it, it's so close to just literally just a downtown Tokyo. It's like, yeah. it's like a 20 minute train ride. Um, pe- people treat it like a day trip. It's not necessarily, Oh, we have to go all the way to Florida and then, mm-hmm. you know, plan for that. It's just, Hey, we're going to get out of high school and take the train to Disney, do the half day pass and hang out with our friends and just call it a day. Like it, it's not necessarily a, this massive expenditure that they're hmm. that they have to plan months in advance, you know. Yeah, that sounds a lot like Disneyland. Yeah, in California. Yeah, exactly. yeah it's mm-hmm. a very it's a locals park. Um, For sure. When we were there, I mean, I mean, maybe three other American couples. Yeah. Like it yeah. was. It's it's locals. Yeah, we did um, not see very many tourists at all. Okay. Which was really nice. It was so so good. how was how was the language barrier then? If if you know so many locals. Um, did you, were there things in English or was everything in Japanese mm-hmm. or yes yeah. everything was all the signage was very much English um, Japanese and English yes um, and a lot of photos I mean and you know it, it still is a kids park so there's you know they have to communicate to children who don't necessarily right language Speak yet at all yeah um, but yeah. yeah every there were park maps in English um, all of everyone who worked there spoke enough enough yeah. english um they were at least able to smile and point and, and knew what we were asking for hmm. um and then luckily we didn't run into any we didn't run into anything where we really needed to where the language barrier would have been an issue if there ever was yeah. a language barrier yeah um so it, it was point to our food and and pay for it um i think that this the japan did disney have cash registers do you remember that I don't remember. So, fun fact, nobody uses cash registers in Japan at all, period. <laughs> um, they have registers that are just cash boxes, and they they literally take your money, do everything via a calculator, and show you the, the process step-by-step, step, and then they hand you your change, um, and you walk away. And it's very much like practically paper and pencil. Um, I don't remember if Disney was like that or not. Yeah, most places it was uh, cash only. And I, I, I mean, we... Just assume Disney would be too, so we didn't even try to use our card. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, a lot of lot of cash. 
Midwest. Wow. Like that that's a very be, good trip. That, that's like the exact opposite of what I would think at that point, especially when you tell me it's like, you know, a cash box and a calculator. That's astounding to me. I wouldn't even think that would even be the way. Well, I mean, I work in a retail environment, so I would say probably 75% of our transactions are credit card, you know, and whatnot. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean this is this is pretty pretty off topic for Disney, but um, Japan is at, for all their their technological advances um, on the business aspect of things, they're very 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 old school. Um, they still use like fax machines, they still use pagers, like that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, be- because of their aging population, um, I want to say over half the population is over sixty five, something like that. Comfort level, uh, which is which is pretty intense. So the older the older population is afraid of all the technology, and they still do things the old way. Interesting. Uh, so yeah. eventually, the young ones will take over, but there's not enough babies to grow into these jobs. There are oh no my babies. goodness! Wow. Yes. So like comfort level for sure, absolutely. That makes complete sense yeah. to me. Yeah, yes. and really, and so I guess we can't say for sure just because we didn't even try to use our card. Definitely at our hotel, we could use our card. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I can't remember in the park. What we did, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think we just brought took out some money at the, uh, the took out some money at the ATM and, yeah. and just kind of did cash everything. Yeah, okay. I mean, and coin purses are huge um, in Japan in general, and it definitely in Disney they've capitalized on that. Everyone has the the coin purse that you wear around your neck, and it's your favorite character. Um, oh, which uh-huh. for, for most people there is Duffy the Bear. Yeah, Duffy. Can we talk about Duffy? Are you guys familiar with Duffy? Yeah, oh, I love Duffy. Go we ahead. Have two Duffies. We know he's king. He's like Elvis. <laughs> yeah, they love Duffy. Yeah, he's like at one point Mickey was doing um, he was doing a show at the American Waterfront, and Duffy and the gang kicked him off the stage and took over and just did their thing. <laughs> like, he is more popular than Mickey out there. It's insane. Wow. Yeah, everyone's got the Duffy coin purses, um, the Duffy ears. They they dress like Duffy. Yeah, they got the, life size Duffy bears that they take pictures. There's Duffy uh, stores with all the Duffy merchandise, but there's like there's literally signs that limit your purchases to two or three items, or else they'll be sold out in like an hour. Holy um, oh so my goodness! They've tried. They've they've tried to launch him over here like that, but it's not caught on. I mean, it's he's there, but it's like, well, okay, that's Mickey's yeah. Mickey's bear, right? So, and um, a lot of it, I think, is is that backstory. Um, I'm not sure if it's a retcon or if that was the original story all along. Um, but when they opened up Tokyo Disney, which I believe was 15 years ago, um, they 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 made the story of that's Duffy. Disney Sea, yes. Yeah. Uh, Minnie Mouse gave Mickey Duffy the Bear as a parting gift uh, as, as he was going overseas to Japan. Um, so he gave him, Mickey gave Duffy a big old kiss, left his face imprint on Duffy, and that's why Duffy has the Mickey face. Um, like the white portion of his fur is the Mickey face. Um, uh-huh. Brought him to life, and now he is the Disney, the Tokyo Disney Sea mascot. Wow. Very cool. They yeah. created well- a girlfriend too, didn't they? Yes, Shelley they have. Yeah, it's a, either Shelly May or Stella Lou, something like that. Yeah, there's a girlfriend. There's they. Have, there's gelato like a, the cat. Cat gelato. Yeah, there's there's definitely like a bear, a rabbit, a cat. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's wild. That whole alternate cast. It was Bizarro Land. <laughs> and and it's erupted, and they bumped bumped Mickey out of the way, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Mickey's still there. Mickey's still Mickey, but I think they, you know, Duffy's cute. He's adorable, so I yeah. think they really. Yeah, and I think they just love having their own thing. Yeah. Like, it's not just them piggybacking off of America's Mickey Mouse. Like, this is ours. Duffy is ours. Like, ours. 
they don't even portray the Duffy story that way in America. Uh, Mickey is going on vacation, and Minnie gives Mickey, but they don't use the word like he's going to Japan. He's just going away for a while on, on vacation, right? Do you, do you remember the story, Stacy? the nighttime story? Yeah, I think that you're right, yeah. So huh. he's just like a you know an auxiliary, like a tertiary, a third type character. He's not. He's <laughs> he's just kind of like, well, here's the bear. I hope you guys buy a few, <laughs> and then we'll go on. Yeah, I guess. So, well, yeah, Duffy has his, he has his own meet and greet, um, his own little area where yeah, if you want to see Duffy, that's the place to go. Which is actually it's in. It's in Disney Sea on the American waterfront, which was like the place we spent the least amount of time. Okay. Um, so we didn't really see him while yeah. we were there. Well, can I ask you a couple questions about your visit to Disney Sea and Disneyland? Yes. Being that you're one of the rare, I don't want to say that, but like the Americans amongst everyone else that wasn't. Did, did this is going to sound goofy? I apologize. Were people like were they were they looking at you, staring at you? Did they ask you to take pictures? Um, you know, I mean, it sounds like a weird question, but I wonder did, did people like like do that? Uh, not that we noticed. I don't think so. No, no. It just everybody just kind of seemed to be caught up in the magic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did have uh, we we asked for honeymoon stickers, but they didn't have any, so they gave us first timer stickers. Okay. Uh, which we kind of felt weird wearing because yes, it was our first time, but also like we're American, of course it's our first time. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, um, true. But characters characters did notice that, and they they like ran up to us. Um, two two really cool experiences for me were Mister Incredible was taking pictures with a bunch of little kids, um, saw me from like. 20 feet away and basically like kicked his way through the kids to find me. And push me in. He had uh he had one of the staff members come up and take pictures of us. And then Rachel jumped in and we all took pictures together. Well, he uh, knew you're a parkour legend in Chicago. So yes. But... Yes. Um, and then another almost parkour moment um, in the mysterious Island, we saw goofy uh, and I just hung around. I was actually wearing my uh, goofy movie power line shirt. Um, specifically because I wanted to meet Goofy and, and find him and take a picture with that shirt on. Um, and he noticed me and he noticed my sticker. And again, he like pushed through all the kids, um, found me. And then he did the perfect cast for me, which was like the coolest thing in the universe. That's awesome. What, what about, what about things like music for like attraction music? Is that in English or is that in Japanese or, or, or what is that like? Unless the shows too, like where the, did, yeah. Was there any translation for the shows or? Um, yeah, Japanese. all of that stuff was in Japanese, Japanese except um, for Big Band, Big Band Beat, Beat, which was um, because it is an American show, like an American jazz show. Mm-hmm. Um, we, that was the only, and we didn't even notice it was in English until he asked everybody to cheer for something. He's like, "Let's give it up for the band," and me and Rachel went wild, and no one else knew what <laughs> they were talking about. Oh, <laughs> we felt really dumb. Um, you're very and then we're like oh crap this is english oh yeah but otherwise yeah rides are yeah all in japanese yeah um um again that sinbad ride that we mentioned earlier uh alan menken wrote a song for it um specifically for that ride and it's probably the catchiest disney song i've ever heard in my life i've played it on repeat a million times since we've gotten back um but it's called compass of your heart if you guys ever want i'm gonna look it up cool yeah it's good it's real good so what um, what I've read about this park is that <laughs> everything's meticulous. 
is, is mm-hmm. and you know, in, in in Florida, we like to think everything's meticulous. But I mean, <laughs> Stacy and Pete, we, we know when we go to like Epcot, Epcot does have spots that look a little older, and and there are parts of the park that do look a little older. They try, and but I understand that Disney Sea is meticulous. The food's meticulous, um, and even the people who go to the park dress differently. They they, they like. Is that is that true, or did I read that? Did I make that up? Like they 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 dress almost in a way where it's like they want to wear their nicer clothes to the park. Yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah, it's it's dress up, but it's like classy dress up. So definitely, you know, you've got the little kids wearing their their princess dresses and things like that. But um, adults also dress like the princesses, um, but it's more subtle um, and a lot of twinning too. We saw a lot of. Groups of girls, um, pairs or groups, and they are all dressed alike. Um, yeah, in the cute skirts and um, all with the matching ears. Um, yeah, yeah, they had like custom, like all the all the girls and even groups of guys. They'd have like custom T-shirts made, um, and like like a big group of like five or six of them would have the same shirt, the same ears, the same shoes, the same pants. Yeah, um, and they'd all be rolling pretty deep together. Yeah, and and a lot of selfies everywhere. There's so many photo ops, and everyone was finding like the perfect backdrop to take their selfies. Hmm. Do they allow selfie sticks there? We saw signs um, saying no. I don't think that was too strictly enforced. We definitely saw a couple people with them. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it, it seemed like people people were just doing the standard. Um, like the the long arm reach out. That or a lot of timer usage. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. yeah they that's really true. know how to prop the phone up. Yeah, they were so good at like finding the perfect height object to just kind of stand their phone and lean <laughs> yeah. it against something and, and set their timers. That was awesome. Yeah. Okay. What about the food? Tell me about the food at both parks. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, the food was good. Um, at Disney Sea, we ate. Um, we ate at. Uh, Volcanian, right? Is yeah. that what it was? It was um, a Chinese restaurant in Mysterious Island. Um, I mean, which is really cool. It felt like you were inside the volcano. There was yeah. like like steamy pipes happening. It was very Jules Verne. Did um, you that... have to um, book reservations ahead of time, or are you able to just walk? No, right that was that was a walk up. Um... Buffeteria is that what it's called? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was. Um... You mean you choose what you go through the line and you choose what you want? Um, yeah. Okay. Kind of like Catholic. Yeah. Like a... Yeah, like there was there was a, only yeah. a handful of places required um, reservations, and they were a little bit too rich for our blood. We kind of took a pass <laughs> on, those, on those places. Yeah. Um, when we went into the um, oh gosh, what was it called? It's in the like Venetian area. Um, I'm actually looking at a map now as well. Let's see, Cafe Magellan's. Magellan's. There we go. So Magellan's Lounge, we thought we could just stroll in because everyone's like, it's so beautiful. It's like super like Leonardo da Vinci style, Italian, old school, Italian Renaissance themed. Um, and we looked at the menu and the first, it was like a fixed price menu of like, it was like 70 or 80 bucks. We were like, ha, we're going to go somewhere <laughs> else and not do this. We're just going to do anything yeah. else on Earth besides this. But we definitely, where we did it, we, it was plenty of food. Um, it was good food. Yeah, we did New York Deli. Um, yeah, so that was the typical Volcanian. deli sandwiches. Uh, we got tons of ice cream, tons of popcorn. The Disney popcorn is there's uh, eight or nine flavors, something like that. Yeah, I've heard the lines for those are like longer than some of the attraction lines for all the popcorn. It, yeah, they they were definitely long lines. 
um, we only ever had the caramel corn because every time we would remember the popcorn existed, it was the smell of um, it was the curry popcorn. popcorn. And we'd be like, hey, it smells like curry. Oh, man, it's this again. And we would just forget (laughs) to ever find the other flavors. There was I don't know. There was there was definitely some really delicious ones. Yeah, like chocolate, just regular salt, like the Chicago blend type of popcorn with the cheese and the and the caramel. Uh, But we kept missing all those. But yeah, the, the caramel popcorn was good. Um, we also at Disney Sea went to Mama Biscotti's Bakery to get the Little Green Men dumplings. Oh um, yes, those are so that was probably cute. my yeah, those probably my favorite treat that we got. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. delicious. Are those? Do they have those out here? Is that a thing that's out here? I don't. I think I've just seen pictures for from Japan. I don't think that I've seen any for. United States. Yeah, I can't. I can't recall any for the United States. They are only just pictures from Japan. Okay. Yeah. So for for anybody listening who doesn't know what that is, um, they are little little dumplings, little dough dumplings that are filled with like a like a custard. fruit custard. Um, one chocolate, one vanilla, and one strawberry. Yeah, but they're in the shape of the little green men from Toy Story. The the heads of the little green men from Toy Story, and they're super adorable. And tasty. And tasty. <laughs> hmm. Well, can I can I for one second here just describe Tokyo Disney Sea for anyone who's listening who's not pulled up a map yet? So, and correct me if I'm wrong. So, I'm looking at a map overhead, and the entire park is based on water, and it's it's essentially based upon like it's around different waterfronts, like almost like the rivers of America, but like gone crazy, and it radiates a center island with you know different ports in each direction, but ultimately. It's not a walking path around the park. It's a river path around the park, and then a walking path along the river mixed in with various yeah. ports. The Mermaid Lagoon, Arabian Coast, Mysterious Island, American Waterfront. Is I mean, is is, is that like an accurate representation of what it is? It is, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a like a bike like a bike rim, you know, like you so you got the center spoke, the mysterious island. Okay. Um, the river around that and then the various the, the various spokes leading out around that to the other harbors. Um, there is one one main path along the outer rim, um, following uh, the outer edge of the park. All the buildings of the park. There's another path along the inner the inner circle along Mysterious Island and Mermaid Lagoon, which was oh so magical, Mermaid Lagoon, um, and then all the spokes leading out in between that. So yeah, it was really easy to get around that park. Um, which at first I didn't think it would be with with the the water going around it, but really those spokes were very helpful. Yeah, everything crisscross and intersects, and you can pretty much see which direction you want to travel in at any given moment, so you're never cut off by something, and uh, you never feel like you have to go the long way around because you messed up and got lost. It, it's it's very it's very intuitive once you're actually in there. Okay, so like pick out like 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 two attractions that you did at that park, but then you're gonna need to describe them because you might have things that we've never heard about or, or seen. So pick out like your two favorite things to do in that park. So I'm I'm a little mermaid girl. So Mermaid Lagoon was my favorite visually, um, just to see King Triton's castle. And um, when you walk in, it's just I mean every like everywhere you look, everywhere. yes, coral reef and um, like black light, uh, you know the fluorescent paint. Um, and they have Ariel's Grotto in there, which looks just like the movie. Um, so that was just really cool to see. Um, that had a lot of like, uh, like hologram visuals, things that you can like reach out and almost touch, but not quite cause it's not real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of exploration zones for like the kids. It has an entire like indoor 
not quite a playground, but like you can go up over and around Ariel's Grotto and all of that. Um, so visually, that was gorgeous. Yeah, and most of it's indoor as well. Um, so really, that would be another cold weather escape. Um, it's yeah, to just hang true. out in there. Because um, there it, is there yeah. is a restaurant, there is a shop. Yeah. So you could theoretically, if there was some sort of <laughs> massive storm, yeah, you could hang out yeah. in there. Yeah, it really feels like you know you're you're underwater and you're hanging out with all of Ariel's friends. Yeah, um, I personally enjoyed the Lost River Delta. Um, there, there are two main attractions. There were uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, which I heard is it, it seems like it's similar but sort of different to the one out here. Um, you're in a jeep on a track, and the jeep is kind of bouncing around doing its thing, and um, you're going through the Crystal Skull movie. Um, you you almost run into the boulder. There's there's drops involved. There's lasers. Lots of lots of fog lights. Yeah, smoke and lasers. Very very high speed. Um, lots of tight turns. It's it's pretty pretty intense. Pretty cool. Um, and then Raging Spirits right next to that is a a pretty pretty it's cool a, roller coaster. Yeah. Um, I would compare it to the Batman in Six Flags. Whoa, um, lots, of, really? lots of twists and turns. There's a loop to loop. Yeah, because you start off you start off high. And then immediately drop into all the twists and turns, and and um, you, there's a loop to loop through some fog, and there's like fire explosions and stuff that happen at night. Um, so that was that was probably pretty yeah. pretty high octane. Um, by far and large, the best ride is Journey to the Center of the Earth um, because of the the queue is amazing. Um, it's very you're going through like a science research exploration lab. Um, that leads to some elevators that take you down 20,000 leagues, you know, or whatever journey to the center of the earth is. Oh, there's, oh yeah. There's also 20,000 leagues. Um, so they take you to the center of the earth. You get on these mine carts. Um, you're exploring the center of the earth and there's all these beautiful like mushroom forests and, um, almost Atlantean creatures and all cool stuff. Um, next thing you know, you're being chased by a giant lava monster up and through the volcano. You explode out of the volcano. There's a massive drop. Everybody freaks out. No one knows it's coming. Um, <laughs> So it's in, yeah, and, and when you're walking through Mysterious Island, you see the people bursting out of the volcano periodically and screaming for their lives. <laughs> uh, so you, so you kind of know it's it's going to happen. You just don't know when because you're underground, and then all of a sudden you're not. Yeah, mm. that sounds really cool. <clears throat> I'm looking at the map here, and I'm looking the the Stacy. I, I got to tell you this. So I'm looking at the map. Every every part has the attractions and the restaurants and the gift shops. So Port Discovery, American Waterfront. It talks about about the Lost River uh, Delta, and at the very bottom of the map, it actually states popcorn flavors and locations. <laughs> it's yeah. earned a spot on their map. So that's mm-hmm. how crazy they are for that. So they have caramel. They have three locations for caramel, garlic shrimp one location, blueberry one location. Milk chocolate, one location. Black pepper, one location. Salt, one pepper. Curry, one location. And herb tomato, three locations. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, one location. I apologize. I'm looking back at caramel. So they have eight flavors of popcorn and the locations on the map. That's awesome. That's, that's yeah. passion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, every time we walked past the curry one, we knew exactly where we were. Like, you can smell that from a mile away. Yeah. Okay. So take me to... Um, take me to their Tokyo Disneyland then. What do you think about that park? Um, Disneyland. I mean, neither of us have been to to Disneyland here. Okay. Um, but from everything we've heard, it is very similar. It you know it's got Cinderella's castle right in the middle as as your hub. 
and then all of the lands around it. Um, I think coming off of <clears throat> Disney Sea, we were definitely spoiled. Is spoiled. the word that I would use? <laughs> yes. We were not ready for the amount of strollers that we would see at Disneyland, um, and just yeah, I think that we we were definitely spoiled at Disney Sea, and yeah. just because it is so unique. Um, oh, okay. So here's here's a very important thing for our listeners that are that are dying to go to Tokyo Disney. Um, the one language barrier that we did experience out there, um, we did not know that Tokyo Disneyland opens a half hour later oh, yeah. than Tokyo Disney Sea. That was just so we yeah so so we stood in line as early as we would have for Disney Sea, and we're we're hanging out. Everyone's been waiting for like half an hour at this point, forty minutes, um, and then they open up these side gates. And people that are just getting off the train are running in. And so we're immediately like, what's going on? Like, why is nobody else freaking out? What's happening? Um, we're like, this is this is the right time. But these people just got off the train. Uh, and why is no one else mad? So we were so super offended. Um, and it, it took us quite a minute to piece together that they opened later. And these guys were the early access people. That oh, were the hotel. Arriving. They were arriving from right the hotels. There. Yeah. So then they gotcha. opened at, at 9 a.m. instead of 8.30 a.m. Um, and everybody got in, so we were already like. I think really... at that, yeah, at that point we were just already like, wait, what's happening? Which probably just. Yeah, that confused us that more confused than it should us. have upon entering the park. So we were kind of lost um, yeah. em- emotionally at that point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but it was cool. We we walked in um, again. We had a blog that kind of gave us an idea of where to start and where to go. Yeah. Um, so we started off in Tomorrowland. Um, immediately rode Monsters Inc. And then Space Mountain, which was awesome. It was super yeah. cool. Yeah, and it does have, you know, all the mountains are there. Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder. But Big Thunder was under construction when we were there, which I think um, made the line for Space Mountain a little bit longer. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it was also chilly, so I think the line for Splash Mountain was not quite as long as it is in the summer. Yeah, and when we did finally go check out Splash Mountain, um, people were, it was it was on, but it was off. Uh, there was physically so, people on the ride, but something happened and they had to pause the ride. So uh, people were just kind of like stuck in there for, we, we, we watched we for watched like a half hour. Ride. Yeah. Oh um, waiting to see what would go down. Um, and then they finally turned it back on and the brave souls stayed on the ride and, and rode it the rest of the way down. That's every ride. Disney fans dream, by the way, is to be stuck on a ride and <laughs> have to be evacuated. Oh gosh! <laughs> That's probably what I've, all those people were waiting for. I've I have never been in a vacuum. I've still never. Like, I've never even gotten stuck on a ride where the lights. Did they give on. you something? Like, do you get something out? <laughs> yeah, we we were stuck on pirates in in July this past July for a long time. They had all the lights on, all the animatronics were going, but there was no sound, so it was really weird. And Britta That's still pretty. talks about this all the time. She's like, "Remember when we got stuck on Pirates of the Caribbean?" But we got fast passes at the end, as, uh, but we were like, "What? Okay. There's no need. This was awesome." Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's so cool. So, I got to ask you. So, stuck on Splash Mountain. So, so, how does that happen? What what, what happens? Well, does the water just go was, stagnant? We were as we were watching the lights. They turned the lights out, and then, mind you, people were still inside. <laughs> so we couldn't see anyone at this point. But the lights went out, and then all of a sudden. It, we saw um, the whatever the logs that you ride in uh, with no people in going through. So it was like they had just like sent some empty ones. Okay. And then the lights came back on, and then it was like nothing had happened. But yeah, and, and the whole time there was like crew skittering around, like 
trying you to figure also, out what's going on. So the way it's set up, you can't see the the bottom of Splash Mountain. Like we're in uh, Walt Disney World, you know, there's a place where you can get splashed. Um, they don't have that at this park. It, it goes into the ground and it's like all hidden. You don't see the end of the ride. Yeah. Mm. And I believe um, the ride actually travels in the opposite direction on this one. Um, okay. You either one's clockwise, one's counterclockwise, where like just the ride is the same, but it's built going the opposite yeah. way. Um, but and, I think it made it spookier that we couldn't see where, where these logs were ending up. <laughs> yeah. What was happening to them. Yeah. So they finally cut the lights back on. Um, and we could finally see people on the logs moving. And there's this one worker at the drop right next to us, uh, like walkie talkie in hand, waiting to make sure that this first group makes it through alive. Um, <laughs> they, they drop, everyone's happy. She like literally like wiped her brow, spoke into the walkie talkie and walked away. And we're like, wow, what could have possibly have happened? Yeah. We already, she was so concerned. Yeah, we already weren't going, we weren't planning on getting in line for that ride just because it was colder and <laughs> yeah, I, we I'd be prepared for a water ride, but. I'd be rethinking my thought if she's that panicked about just coming yeah, down. Yeah, so we took a pass on Splash Mountain that day, for sure, yeah. 100%. So we, we mostly stuck with Space Mountain for to get our thrills at Disneyland. <laughs> okay. But everything else everything else was pretty, what I imagine is pretty standard issue. Yeah. Um, Adventureland had your Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, it had the, the, the jungle jungle encounter. expedition, the Stitch Encounter. Um, like you're in like a tiki building with, with a bunch of birds yeah, of paradise, right? Is that here? Is that a thing that's here? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yes, and then we didn't really touch Critter County too much again because Splash County was busted. Um, Fantasyland was was magical. Um, yeah. I am I am. Gosh, if, if I were to describe myself, I am Gaston as a Disney princess. Like if he was a Disney princess, that would be me. <laughs> That's um, a great combination. Yeah. Oh gosh, that is that would be the dream. Um, so being in Fantasyland was awesome it was super super cool super magical it, i was like in the moment i forgot about all the children i was the only child there <laughs> um but we rode like pinocchio and um peter snow pan white. snow white uh did you do winnie the pooh we, we did. did they have a they, i've heard that's an awesome ride there yes i don't i don't know if the ride is different the queue is definitely different i think i think the, the ride is is really different there it's um oh. It's the it's the trackless track, right? I mean, yes, you're, you're yes, kind yes. Of, yeah, I've heard it's it's amazing. So everything yeah. feels like it's going to crash into each other. All the the honey pots feel like they're just going right, to go yeah. off track, and yeah, and you're all going to die. But no, everyone survives. <laughs> uh, the yeah. the line is the pages of a Winnie the Pooh book. So yeah, you're like, like ten feet tall through the pages of the storybook. Wow. So that's really pretty. Yeah. Um, Toontown, we. We kind of snoozed on, really. Like, we went in, checked it out. We were like, that's cool, and then kept going. Um, but at the end of the night, as things were winding down, people were leaving, we came back, and we ended up riding Gadget's Go Coaster like 100 times, <laughs> um, which is just like a tiny kid's coaster. And, man, was it cool. <laughs> okay, for anybody that doesn't remember the Disney afternoon, Gadget was the female mouse on Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Look it up, kids. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Great show. Oh, You'll love it. Yeah. Make your parents buy the DVD set for you. And, and we met Sorry, Chip and Dale, ahead, which did not get to meet Gadget, which yeah. is sad. No. No. I got to ask you, the Haunted Mansion here is yeah. part, part of Fantasyland. So mm-hmm. in, in Florida, it's right next to Fantasyland, but it's not part. It, it, you know, it, it, it's part of a different land. How did, mm-hmm. that, how did that flow as far as, as being part of Fantasyland? So, um... Rachel, if you want to explain that one. Yeah, well, since we were there, uh, we were there for the holidays. Um, so everything 
was Christmas. I guess to, yeah, to, add, was Christmas. to add to the magic of being at Disney, it was all Christmas, too. Um, so the theming of the Haunted Mansion when we were there was the Nightmare Before Christmas. So we did not experience the regular ride. So I have still not, I have no yeah. idea what the regular so ride is. Yeah, we're like. not sure what it's like usually, but it was, yeah, all of the... Uh, they literally took us through the story of Nightmare instead. Yeah. Like, they just hollow projected Nightmare characters over whatever faces were already there. Mm, okay. So they have a... It's a small world as well in Fantasyland. So... Yes. That song is maddening. I've got to ask. Was that <laughs> song, again, was that in Japanese... The basic it version. Was under, of it? it was under construction when we were there, so we did not get to uh, ride. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've got to yes. find the answer to that question. Is it in Japanese or is it in English? The actual song. So, <laughs> okay, be, I'm really interested to see that. Yeah. Um, but if you guys are if you guys are curious about the rides at Disney Sea and I think some of the Disneyland ones, um, I did find a couple channels on YouTube that have 4K, um, like really high quality videos of the rides. They just snuck their cameras on and and did the thing. Yeah. Really. Um, Excuse me. Do you do you have them? What are they? Oh, um, I can I can I can look it up real, real quick and give you the channel if you guys want to keep talking. Yeah, yeah I, I oh, think we can maybe. Do, should we put them in the um, the link to the show? We can add the links there too. Sure. Is, is that something? Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can do that. We can definitely shoot you some links over for sure. Pete, Stacy, the World Bazaar at Tokyo Disneyland. It's covered, unlike Main Street USA. You know, this is actually it looks like it's glass dome covered. Oh, oh wow! Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, talk a little bit about that. I'm looking at it, and it looks like it's a, a, a amazing structure, obviously, because it's open when it's rather cold in, in They Japan. were supposed to do that in, in Paris, too, weren't they? Ooh, I hate to I know, like, original, uh, like, early artwork showed glass covering over Main Street. Yeah. I'm so apparently it didn't get done at Paris, but as all things Disney... No good idea completely dies, and they kept it and used it there. Apparently, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's open. Um, like the wall, the walls are open. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally just a ceiling. Yeah, it's it's more of an arcade, so it has a ceiling but no walls. Okay. Um, and it is just all yeah, just different stalls of shops, shops and restaurants. Yeah, is that is bizarre a big thing out here? Because everybody just kind of used it as a shortcut to get to either Adventureland, Adventureland, or Tomorrowland. Well, Main Street USA. Stacy, Pete, correct me. I mean, I mean, help me with this. Like, that's your entrance to the park. There's no way around it. It's, you have to walk it's your down. Lobby. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. to that's, walk that's through your lobby to the main the main show. There's Got no yes. there's no other path. Correct. It so. did work the same, but again, everybody just walked in and walked right back out. Like, you either went straight to the castle or you cut left and right, um, left or right. Um, so, and it, it, the, I think the only experience that we had there was I went and bought a hoodie because I got kind of cold. Um, I had like a winter jacket, which was too hot and I had a t-shirt on, which was not enough. So I had to, I had to get like a, like a sweet Disney hoodie. That I got. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, give us, give us like a, a, a wrap up. Give us something in like, uh, like, like, like two sentences for each park. Give me like your sales pitch if you were trying to sell me, but I only had a couple sentences with you on each park. Conv- convince me more or less. What, what does it have? I mean, Disney Sea is the only park of its kind in the world, mm-hmm. and it is every adult's dream Disney park. Um, mm. From the food, the construction, the vistas, the the colors, the smells um, is it is pleasurable to every every human sense in existence. <laughs> okay, what about Disneyland? I mean, it's it's the magic of Disney, but with the 
efficiency and adorableness of Japan. Japan. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, it was efficient too. Those lines. Do <laughs> do people in the lines out here? Um, are, are their employees constantly switching the chains and moving things around and and making the like shaping the line as it's happening? I I think yes and no. Um, I, it, I think it, that it happens every once in a while, but it was constant. It was like. It was like a science and an art, the way that they reconfigured the queue as it was happening. Regardless of how many people were in line. It could have been 10 people. It could have been 500 people. And there was several people constantly switching chains, stopping the line at certain points so that the line could move. And then they would open up the chain. It would give the illusion of a shorter line. Yeah, I mean, it's all mental. Like, the line is not actually getting any longer or any shorter. But... But man, it, it helps. It, it helps so much. Yeah, it was just really cool to see them in action. Well, then, based upon that, I don't think I've ever noticed them each even do that here. So, I guess Stacy, yeah, they they do it, but not to that extent. At right. All. I think it, it's just kind of like closing off one section if it, if the line you know gets shorter, or opening a section if it needs to be you know if they need more people. But yeah, not constant for sure. Tell me, you know, I always wanted to know this. I understood that. The people that went to Tokyo Disneyland, it, and and this might just be like 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 just rumor and hearsay, that the people that go there are very respectful and they're very polite. It, it, was that your experience, or was it the opposite, or, or um, what were the park patrons like? As far as guests, like guests are concerned, yeah, yeah, being rude as far as like pushing, as far as, as, as stuff like that. Yeah, definitely no pushing, no. Um... Yeah, no, everybody was was super polite. It was kind of like a team effort. We all knew we were in this line together and it's not going to move any faster or slower, um, which that's just a part of Japanese culture. They love lines. They love queuing up um, efficiently. We are positive we saw people line up for things that there was no end of the line to. Um, people were just, there was just a group of people and they were like, oh, are we in line? And that's just the thing we're doing now. Cool. It was a line. Um, Let's do it. So it is so like, funny. Lines are just a wonderful experience out there. Yeah. Well, and I think too, they they're not afraid to hire people to work. You know, yeah. like there's definitely there's enough people working there that if there's ever any issue or any any need, someone is there to help. Oh yeah. So we did we did see um, one of the kids threw up on Indiana Jones. Was it? Yeah. Something like that. And like within moments, like they got the the ride ended. They got the kid off. They um, the staff that was there radioed some backup staff that was like hiding in a corner somewhere. We didn't even see them. They just like yeah. that staff escorted the kid out to wherever he needed to go. And in moments, there was a whole new set of people there letting people in. And there's nobody missed a beat. The yeah, line never that stopped. Cart went off into... Like yeah, that cart went off into the abyss, and and everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it was pretty. That was pretty cool. Hmm. That is very cool. I did want to ask you this though. So you guys flew directly into Tokyo? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I have three kids. Stacy's got four, and 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 Pete and Missy um, are just they they don't have kids right now. How intimidating is this trip? Because like in my mind, it's like okay, I can go to California, piece of cake. I go to Europe, piece of cake. But like Tokyo, it's like no way. I could never handle it. It's too exotic. I'd be like a stranger in a strange land. I'd be like stuck out like a sore thumb. <laughs> How welcoming we, we are, had talked are about this at, at length with ourselves, um, how this would have been different with kids. Um, the pricing obviously would have changed, um, but as far as the accessibility and the ease of the trip, it would have been just fine. 
Um, there was nowhere in at all in Japan, period, that we had a language barrier problem. Um, everyone speaks just enough for you to be able to order food and, and do what you need to do. They all know their numbers in English. Um, and again, everyone does the math on the calculator right in front of you. Um, so paying for things is really easy. And the thing is, like, it's obvious that you're that you're not from there, um, which kind of makes it easy. Like, you they can, want to help. You look like a tourist, so people are they're going to ask if you need help. Um, yeah. And we felt safe everywhere we went. Like, mm. way more safe than I've ever felt anywhere in America. Yeah, seriously. Like, though. we felt so safe. Yeah. The the flights were a little bit daunting. Um, it was thirteen hours there, um, ten hours on the way back. Uh, Japan Air was a dream. There was plenty was of legroom. There was, was food and snacks every hour and a half or so. Yeah. Um, American Airlines on the way back was not as great. <laughs> the people there were not as attentive. There was way less legroom. Um, but it was... But, I uh, mean, at, at a certain point, like, you know, what's eight hours versus 13 hours? Like, it's, you know, you're just going to sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And neither of us have traveled with children, so, I, you know, we can't really say... Yeah, how yeah. easier difficult that would the, be, the, but the jet lag wasn't bad at all. Um, we, I, I don't know if it was just the hours or the times that we flew, but when we arrived there, we just stayed up a little bit longer um, to, I guess, like to reset, and then we were good to go for the next two weeks. And then on the way back, we were tired, but it just felt like airport tired, it, like mm-hmm. no more tired than if we had taken a three or four hour flight. Yeah. Stacy, Pete. So here's the question. Like, what is wrong with America? Because, like, when they talk about, like, people saying, oh, yeah, they want to help you. They're so polite. It's like, <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, Florida, where, like, literally people would, like, run into you with their stroller. Or they're oh, trying God. to figure oh. a way to, like, take your camera off, <laughs> you know? You know? Oh, no. Or steal yeah. your strollers. Right? Yeah. No. No. We, we literally had park employees, like, saw us taking pictures. And they would, like, race over to us to be like, we'll take your picture for you. Like, what do you want in the background? <laughs> Holy cow. Um, nice. So it was sweet. Cool. Yeah, really, for for this Disney newbie, and since I haven't been in over a decade, it was it was great. You know, I wanted to say that to you. I was joking with you earlier, but it really is true. You, It's like we've been to Walt Disney World, I don't know, 30, 40 times in our life, and Disneyland and Euro Disney. Like, in my mind's eye, it's like, oh, yeah, someday I'll get there before I die. So it was like when I was joking with you saying that you, you have no idea how lucky you are, but then I realized <laughs> you, you don't have a point of reference. Like, this Tokyo. I, don't. I really don't. Tokyo Disney Sea, I'll be honest, you're never going to find anything even close to that in the States. And as magical as they are, it's not going to be anything like that. So. Yeah, and I've, I've kind of come to terms with that. You've um, been ruined. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't know because like I'm I'm pretty easily impressed. Um, like I can go to Brookfield Zoo where, when they have those animatronic dinosaurs, and I am like, <laughs> like super hyped. It might as well be real life Jurassic Park. Um, so I think I think I'll be okay. Hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Knock on wood. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and you guys got you. For when you were talking about how you're planning and things like that, I was like, "Oh, you would, you, you've got the Disney bug. Like, you would yeah. do perfect at Disney World because that's exactly what. If you enjoyed doing that with the crowd calendars and everything like that, that's you know every Disney goer's yeah. way that they they do things. So we're actually we're in the middle of planning Universal Studios um, in June. Oh, like, nice! Real early June, so I'm already starting to to hit up all the crowd calendars and yes, uh, all that goodness. Cool. Very cool. So for um, 
for the listeners who obviously, like I said before, going to Japan is pretty much a once in a lifetime opportunity. Any other places in Japan that you would not miss if you were traveling there um, on vacation? Obviously, besides Disney, Ooh, you hit question. a couple of couple of highlights of of any other place that people might want to to see. Um. Oh gosh, we we did a lot of. I know you did. You did ten extra days of this. <laughs> right? So much. Of yeah. And <laughs> how, we... about, how about your top couple, top couple of places that that you enjoyed? Um, the, the downtown areas, we, we, we visited three cities out there. We did Tokyo, Kyoto. Oh gosh, four cities. Wow. We were out there for a long time. Uh, we did three major cities and one day trip. Um, so downtown Osaka, downtown Kyoto and downtown Tokyo are, are can't like, do not miss that. Obviously it's very, okay. um, e- each place has its own flavor and its own, its own vibe. And it's amazing. Um, we did a day trip to Nara and there is a like a sacred forest preserve area where, where the deer, you can pet the deer. There's just deer that are, that are there and they bow to you for food and you bow back and they wow. kind of open their mouths and they expect you to feed them. And then you give them some food and pet them and then they go on their merry way. Um, oh my goodness. So that's super magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed uh, Kyoto. Uh, and we were there in the fall, the leaves were changing. Um, and so just the views were amazing um just seeing you know the mountains with all the changing trees um and being just being able to like walk through the parks and see that i think was really cool yeah yeah the trees the 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 fall the fall colors are as beautiful if not more beautiful than the cherry blossoms yeah um cherry cherry blossoms you can get out here in the states but like i've never seen reds as deep as the reds out there like the the japanese maple trees they were that was something that's a great tip, especially wow. with the crowds after Thanksgiving. That would yeah. be a good time yeah. for somebody to maybe go. Really good. Yes. Well, well awesome. Um, before we kind of close out the show, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you guys, can you let us know how they can do that? And then if you, also if you have anything that you wanted to plug, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, yeah. Anybody can find me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is pkscales, S-C-A-L-E-S. And actually, give me a moment. I'm not sure if there's an underscore in there or not. Let me look. <laughs> um, no, it is just one word, P-K-S-C-A-L-E-S. Um, they can also find me on Facebook, Jesus Scales Crespo. Um, Scales is my parkour nickname. It, it is not – I don't think I'm a dragon or anything like that. <laughs> um, it, it comes from scaling walls. I'm able to scale walls really well. Um so they're, they can find me there, Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can also come meet me in person at Cheer Destiny here in Chicago. Bring your kids. Come take parkour classes. I will teach them to be Gaston princesses. <laughs> and I'm also on Instagram as Rach Kaiser, just R-A-C-H-K-A-I-S-E-R. Um, I don't know what I want to – I guess I'm just going to plug libraries in general. <laughs> Your local library. It was a. It was helpful for us planning our trip. It was. Um, and I'm. I'm also going to library school right now. So, got to plug the awesome. Library. Cool. Yes. That is so great. Thank you guys so 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 much for for being with us. It was so interesting. I feel like I could talk. I have about fifteen other questions. I'll talk to you at Cheer Destiny, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> cover absolutely. all those. <laughs> But um, it was great. It, thank you for um, for being my first 
first podcast that I was actually kind of taking the the lead on and it wasn't I've stopped shaking so that's really great too (laughs) (laughs) but Peter Chris do you have anything else that you want to you wanted to add no that was that was awesome um I did have one question you were in NARA did you have any I I don't want to say the word temptation there's a there's a quote knockoff Disney park that's now closed and abandoned on YouTube it's called NARA Dreamland anyone talk about that out there or was that not even brought up um we didn't we didn't have any experience with it out there i i am aware that it's a thing mm-hmm. um but because it was only we literally stopped there in between going from osaka to kyoto it's a half hour train ride to nara and then a half hour train ride from nara to kyoto okay um so we we did the park and the surrounding temples we didn't really have time to branch out any more than that okay if you ever are just bored and you're eating dinner one day trying to find something on YouTube to watch, if you just do a YouTube video search of Nara Dreamland, it is like the creepiest place that ever existed. <laughs> and it's all like based upon Disney, but not quite, not really. And it's abandoned, so people kind of go there now. But you see things in there, it's like, I don't know how that was ever a good idea. So that's my one tip. So, so well, I'm into that, yeah. YouTube that, that's crazy, so... Cool. Thank you. And we'll add it to our list next time we go. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thank you for joining us. Thank yeah, you guys so much. All right. For Chris and Pete, this is Stacy. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See Bye, everybody. everybody. Bye, everybody.
betrayed. 